Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, the founder and host. And with me today is Charles Smith. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about who Charles is. So Charles Smith is a lifelong survivor of multiple different traumas, including, but not limited to being orphaned at a young age, being a homeless veteran, and surviving a suicide attempt 10 years before his son was born. He comes to us now as an inspiration of proof that you can overcome the worst life has to offer and use your pain as a building block in support of others. So without further ado, let's welcome the man behind it all, Charles Smith. Thank you, Genesis. My pleasure. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Charles, and thank you so much for sharing and holding space with me today. And I want to dive into the connection part of the segment, which allows the audience to get to know you in a fun, personal, but professional manner. So are you in the mood for either a rapid fire 10 question game or an icebreaker? Uh, 10 questions. Okie dokie. Sure. We're playing rapid fire with Charles and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one. What branch of military did you serve in? Army infantry. Question number two. What's one word to describe you? Survivor, I guess. Question three. Being a dad. What is one piece of advice you would give to either a new or seasoned father? Have patience. Question four. What is one word outside of survivor that keeps you motivated? Father. Question. Being a father. Yep, yep. Question five, if you could go back in time and recreate or relive any experience in your life, would you? That's a question that's often asked in my life. Um, Yes. Okay. Yes. Would you like to share or no? Um, I think I would change. I think I would. There's a selfish side of me that would change a lot of my life, like my mother's passing, my father's passing, all of that. But there's, um, you know, the other side of me that knows that everything happened for a reason. You know, it's so I can help others. You know, so, yeah, that's that's what I would I would change if I could. Thank you for sharing that. I I lost my father recently, so oh, I I do hear that. thank you. I I do appreciate that um sentiment there. So question five, keep me honest here. We're on five, right? 
I think so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, it's always a fun time on Gems. Question yep, yep. five. What is your favorite food? Uh Chinese food. I actually have some waiting for me when I'm when I'm the <laughs> right. Well, we're gonna be quick so you can eat your Chinese. Question six. Favorite color. Um black, which is actually not a color. It's a mixture of all colors. So all colors. Question seven. <laughs> Question seven. What's your happy place? A place that well, there's two actually. A place that we call my family calls a camp. It's a house in um a town called East Douglas that's on a lake. And my other happy place is anywhere that I'm with my son. Oh, I love that. Question eight. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. You just won the lottery. Cha-ching, cha-ching. However, you must contribute to three charities of your choice before your proceeds are released. What charities are you donating to? Um... Project New Hope in Worcester. It's a veterans nonprofit. Um, the Cancer Society and Mission Twenty Two. Okay, beautiful. So yeah. Project New Hope, the Cancer Society, and Mission Twenty Two. Yes. Question nine: Would you rather coffee, tea, or something else? Coffee, hands down. No, no, not even a thought about that. <laughs> hey, question 10. It is our pass or play question, and here are the rules. If you pass, our rules are reversed, and you can ask me any question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up. Fire. So do you want to pass or play? I'll play. Okie dokie. Last question. Do you have a dream card? Uh yeah. It's a, a Hummer. Oh okay. Humvee. Hum yeah. <laughs> and that concludes a rapid fire with Charles and Genesis. So audience, I hope you learned a little bit more about who Charles is. Now we're gonna dive into the main segment, which is what Charles is doing now. I'm sure you're all eager to know. So Charles, I know you really focus on healing from within. In and not just yes. covering up the wounds. And I'm sure, you know, the audience may want to know, okay, Charles, what does it look like to heal from within? Can you start talking about that with, and I would say, start with your personal journey on how you went on your healing journey from within. Well, I lived undiagnosed with PTSD for a lot of my life. And I felt misplaced. Um, I was actually just uh, talking to a female friend of mine um, earlier today. And I was telling her, like, I don't feel um, the urge for intimacy like everybody else does. It's just how how I am, how I'm I'm 
how I'm designed, how I'm built, you know. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that within me. It's just how I am, you know. And um, part of that, you know, I think that um, part of that healing from within is healing all of that healing um like the ptsd part of myself like i struggle with emotion i struggle with um uh a lot of different aspects within ptsd um <laughs> flashbacks nightmares all of that and how you heal from within you um learn how to live the best normal life that you can with what you have. So can I ask a question really quick there, Charles? Sure. So um, I'm going to put the definition there for the audience. So PTSD, y'all, if you're not aware, it's post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. Would you say that your PTSD stemmed from early childhood or was it, did it stem from you being in the military? Yes, <laughs> it's it stems from forty, uh, almost fifty years of trauma. I have what you call com complex or compounded PTSD. Okay, perfect. And I and the reason why I ask that question is because sometimes people think that PTSD is only for you know veterans and people who served in the military. When in actuality, PTSD could be from any any type of incident that left you traumatized mm. but versus you dealing with the trauma you kept covering it up and masking the trauma and then it could begin to get bigger and larger i'm not an expert in ptsd nor do i have it but, but i just wanted to just draw this out so we could you know frame it up for the audience listening in so you said you have complex and um compounding it did i hear you correctly yeah some people call it complex some people call it compounded it's the same thing i, I look at it as like a layer cake and um like uh like my mom dying and then my father dying and then this happening and that happening and that happening and then being in a tank explosion and you know um what happened to me in cuba which was uh, being in a lot of riots, um, you know, that all PTSD is PTSD is PTSD. You don't have multiple forms of PTSD. PTSD just gets piled on top of, e of each other and just, it's like a snowball. Seeing it, I'm, I'm about to get a foot of snow. <laughs> it's like a snowball. You know, if if you keep on rolling it, it's gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger. If you if you keep rolling a ball of PTSD and, and trauma, it's gonna keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger until it's a huge ball of trauma. Yes. So then at what point in your life did you realize that something was just not connecting and you needed to get help? dealing with the PTSD because you wanted to go from trauma to some form of healing to really 
just not just surviving life, but really thriving in your life? It wasn't until I was a homeless veteran in my 30s that um, I started uh, going to the VA and um, getting help from the VA. And then I was diagnosed with PTSD, which was probably one of the best things that have ever happened. And um, I call my my homelessness my crucible because it was one of the worst experiences of my life, but it was also um, the moment of my life that changed my life. Wow, and, that's, yeah. that's powerful. There, and I wanna I wanna pause there for the audience because you said. Um, the homelessness was one of the worst parts of your life, but it was also one of, you know, the crucible parts of the life because sometimes going through pain and weakness can actually be a strength because you learn more about yourself during the pain, even though the pain is not conducive, it pulls you, it stretches you, and it causes you to really reevaluate and reflect where you are. And you could either do better or you could be bitter. But then also in some of our pain and weaknesses, some of us do find comfort in seeking out for help, which seeking out for help is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength because we realize that where we are is not where we want to be and we're not going to be conditioned or limited to stay there. So I just wanted to add emphasis there. Would you agree with that uh, statement, Charles? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of uh, veterans and first responders and everyday people that are, for lack of a better term, too proud to get help. And they yeah. they, they shouldn't be. There's, there's nothing um proud about not getting help i i would i would rather get help i would rather see one and get help than be carried by six hmm. and let's and let's talk talk about that there too because you said you would rather see one and carry for help and get help and you mentioned in, in your bio a suicide attempt so did the suicide attempt come before the homelessness or can what did that look like in your life? Um my and uncle it, my uncle and my grandfather were two of the people that raised me in my life. And they both passed away in 2001 of uh cancer. And that was uh like losing my father two times, you know over again, which really put me in a really dark, dark depression. And it um it almost uh almost killed me literally. I started cutting on myself to feel something other than what I was feeling. And I um I took a bottle of sleeping pills one night and I carved the words F.U. World in my arm. And I fell asleep and my friends found me. I was staying with my friends and they found me. 
and they called the paramedics and I, I got the help I needed. And um, that's when I became homeless because I, I, I couldn't go back there and rightfully so because I, I was, you know, not in my right mind at the time. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. No, and I'm so glad you're sharing this, um, Charles, even though it may be hard to talk about, talk about it, but by you sharing what you went through can actually be the answer that someone else is seeking. And just hearing you share your story could be their saving grace. So you took mm. sleeping pills, you carved FU world in your arm, but the saving grace in this scenario were your friends that found you because you were staying with them. So had your friends not found you, you wouldn't be here um, telling your story and your story wouldn't be a pillar to help deliver somebody else that may be struggling with PTSD, that may have lost, you know, loved ones and the grief is just so, it's just so unbearable that they just don't know what to do. And y'all, losing my dad was like losing my best friend. And I am married mm. and not even my husband could understand what I was going through at the time. And my father passed in 2020, the day before Thanksgiving in the hospital unexpectedly and I I can never re relive the phone call like the way I got the phone call the way it, it happened and just the pain mm. of it the numbness like I just felt like the wind was knocked out of me I felt like what's the point of living and my father was a religious man I'm like okay if he loves God, he does all these things. Why do the good people die young? Why are the good people taking them? And I had so many questions. And I say this because there may be, you may be the person listening in or watching this video that says, Charles Genesis, I'm right there with you. And I was on my last. If I didn't hear you, I wouldn't be here. So I'm just speaking to you directly and letting you know, Charles and I are here with you. We may not be in the same exact thing that you're going through, but find hope to live again. Find hope exactly. to seek out help. Find hope to call a friend, whether you have to phone a friend, whether you have to go check into a facility or et cetera, you are not alone and you were not meant to do life by yourself. There is a tribe for you. You have to fight. You have to believe. And you have to know that it's not always going to be dark. The darkness is going to turn into sunshine. And if you think about it, think about when it's really dark and gloomy outside and it's a thunderstorm. Doesn't the sun come out afterwards? Your sun will come out. Sorry, yeah. Charles. I just wanted to share that because I really feel like we're talking to a group here that needs what you have to share and what I have to share. Oh, you're and, absolutely right. Definitely, definitely. Oh, wow. Just, I'm just lost for words here because PTSD, suicide attempt, but then your blooming part was your son. So your son is your yeah. reason of hope and to live and et cetera. So what year was your son born in? He was born in 2012. Wow. Um, 12 like I, years after yeah. your father no 11 years after your father and uncle's passing grandfather and uncle oh grandfather and uncle yeah. thank you yeah yeah and like like i always tell people you know my suicide attempt was 20 years ago my son is 10 now you do the math you know if i 
if I was successful, he wouldn't be here. You know, a life. You know, there's not there's nothing more precious precious than that. I could write a number. I could write a best selling book. I could, I could just talk about a movie about my life. You know, that could be a number one seller. Nothing tops his life. You know, yes. and it's just. So, you know, breathtaking that, you know, if, if I, if I didn't, if I didn't survive, he wouldn't be here. You know, that, that's just, you know, like, I have so many friends that have taken their own lives that I I wish I could have talked to them before, like, there was a girl in um college when I when I was going to college. I just graduated a few years ago from college. I'm fifty and I just graduated, so it's never too late. Congrats! No, it's never too Thank late. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but I when when I I I was in one class and we had um this girl that I always sat like kind of in the back, and for a couple of classes, and all of a sudden she wasn't there after one of the quick breaks that we had. And the professor was like, before we start, I have to tell you guys something. Um, the girl who sat in the back, she took her, took her own life yeah, um, during break. And I was just like, oh, why? You know, I, I wish that she came to one of us. You know, one of us would have had five minutes to, to talk to her, you know? But, but you know, you know what I like to say here? Because sometimes people suffer in silence and they may not necessarily know. know how to come and talk to somebody. But if you give somebody a smile, a smile could radiate their day. If yeah. you just ask somebody, how are you doing? If you just open the door for somebody or you show them grace, you show them compassion you just engage in what may be a small conversation to you could be meaningful to them. Just little small random acts of kindness. You never know how that person you interact with, it can shape, mold, and change the trajectory of their day, of their week, of their life. And you just never know. And they may you may never see them again, but because you did something so small, so random, and so kind, that person then lives. And you said you wish that she would have just came and talked to you all. But were you like, let's play devil's advocate here. Did you ever uh, think about just reaching out and saying, hey, I see you in the back. Like, would you like to be a steady buddy or a partner? Or did you just feel like, you know what? She's in her own lane. I'm in my lane and just let it be. That's a good question. And we only had like a couple of classes together. So I, I, I never really did, um, did that. And seeing that I was like the older, uh, classmate, I kind of just stayed in my own lane. So I didn't, I didn't want to be the dirty old man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got it. I, I respect <laughs> you for that. <laughs> So I'm going to ask this follow-up question here because you mentioned this. So you mentioned, 
with um with your son and you know the failed suicide attempt and etc you could write a book you could write a movie or etc so I want to challenge you with you knowing what you know now you think about your past you think about your present and you think about the future are you going to put the pen to the paper or get the fingers to the keyboard and start penning your story in hopes of leaving a legacy for your son well, I already got 10 homes in 11 years written and published, which is the ten, first 10 years of my life. I am going to, um, I'm challenging myself to get the next one done in a month, which is the next ten, next chunk of 10 years written in March. And that one's going to be called Blood on Blood. And um, then I want to write one every year and have it about the 10 years of that life, you know, because my life is actually that interesting that I can have a book for every 10 years of my life. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. And I'm so glad that you have already started putting it out there and, um, I know you, you partnered you partner with the VA and you went to the VA and they got you help. So since you were a homeless veteran and you partnered with the VA and they got you back to where you are, are you going to do any type of collaborations with, you know, the VA in your local or surrounding areas to help other veterans that may be struggling with PTSD or, or any other issues? How do I put this? I put it out there, but I, I haven't gotten any feedback. I'll, I'll put that that way. <laughs> okay, that that's fair. So yeah, I guess yeah. you, you've listened to my show, so you know I'm all up for challenges. So I guess one challenge I would say for you, since you did put it out there and you haven't gotten the feedback, maybe it's time for the leap of faith and maybe you could start a nonprofit where you could kind of take what it is that you want to do and start something, whether you have a big community like the VA supporting you or a big organization, or if you're just the one spearheading it, and then you tell other people what your mission is, what your movement is, and other people will link arms with you to, you know, follow in suit and stand in solidarity. And then you could really start to see the momentum build up. Just a thought. A yeah, that's a possibility. Um... I was actually talking to someone a couple of weeks ago about um, doing inspirational speeches and having the one thing that I would do differently than all the other big figure inspirational speeches, speech, speakers, is... Um, when somebody hires me to do a, a speech, speak to their, their company, their money would also um, pay for me to go to a veterans organization or a addiction recovery agency, someplace, you know, a detox or someplace like that and do a, do a speech. So that will be so and totally like cool and amazing just to see mm. you do that because then you 
get in front of the people where you once were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I kind of want to throw you an audible here, Charles, before we wind down to ask you, is there something that I didn't ask you that you want to share with the audience today regarding, you know, PTSD, any inspiration or anything along those lines? Well, I do work for um, Aware Recovery Care and they're an ICAP program which is in-home addiction treatment. And what we do is we um, we meet the person where they're at, which could be uh, in the home. I just literally came from a person's home and we talked about their recovery. And um, Wednesday, I'll be playing pool with a client, talking about their recovery. Um, and the most uh, amazing thing is we have the client for a year instead of like for the length of like a detox or a CSS or an ATS, which I've worked in all three. And I never felt like I had the time with the clients and with, um, you know, with aware, I feel like I really have the time to make a difference in the client's lives. And we have the, um, we have better stats than just about anybody out there because of that. And because of the, uh, what we bring to the table. Most of us are in addiction recovery ourselves. I'm 30 years in recovery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's impressive and congratulations because, you know, 30 you. years is a long time and, you know, you're still going and you still have, you know, more life in you, more fight in you. And thank you for the work that you're doing with AWARE and, you know, being a lifelong partner and buddy for somebody that you're working with because you're truly making an imprint, imprint in their life that's also um, making impacts for the for not just them but also the people they're going to come in connection with so um charles right. let's jump into the cta which is the call to action what is your call to action for the audience listening in and the viewers who are going to watch this video my call to action would be um to don't give up hope um, and stay strong no matter what comes down the pike. <clears throat> you know, uh, there's talk about World War Three. There's talk about this, talk about that. <clears throat> Just stay strong and hope that everything's going to be okay and live every day like, you know, live every day to the best of your ability. You know, that's, that's all any of us can do. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for sharing that. And how can the audience connect with you? What's your website? Lifelongexperience.net. That's got all seven of my books. And it's got um, my new one that's coming out, The Power of a Happy Mind. It's just coming out like um, in a couple of days, newly published. 
And um, yeah, it's got merchandise and everything on it. So it's like one one stop shopping. Amazing. And y'all, once again, <laughs> that is www.lifelongexperience.net. And you just heard Charles Smith. He talked about PTSD, being a homeless veteran, being a father, having hope, never giving up, and facing life head on, asking for help, finding your community, finding your tribe, because we truly believe that you are here for a purpose. You matter, you're loved, your life is not in vain, nothing is wasted, you are uniquely you, you're amazing. There's so many incredible things about you, but we need you to practice self-care, self-love, find a friend, find that support, and do not give up on yourself. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And even though you may be down on your luck, y'all, you're not always going to be there. Get back up, get back in the ring and fight metaphorically speaking, because the world needs you. We need you. Your family needs you and your friends need you. And on that note, we are signing out. Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp and Charles Smith. Peace, love, and lots of blessings. Don't forget to like, comment, follow, and subscribe the podcast. We're on over 40 plus platforms. The video is on our YouTube channel. You can find it by going to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And my big ask is for brand sponsors and listener supporters. It is paid sponsorship, but let's partner. Let's create synergies because collaboration is not the new competition. It's the new way for us to cross pollinate and go further and faster together. All of my contact information will be in the show notes along with Charles. So we wish you the best of luck and know that we are here for you. All you need to do is reach out to us on our social media channels or our websites. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.